fasting. Fasting is a behavior that has gotten a lot of interest and research studies done on it. And so I just read a 2017 review of the literature and I'm going to talk about what really happens when you do intermittent fasting and why uh, or how some people miss the boat when it comes to what is what the mechanisms really are that produce beneficial outcomes when you fast. So bottom line is that fasting helps regulate your circadian biology when done appropriately. And so by fasting, I mean intermittent fasting, which means a time-restricted feeding window and ideally a time-restricted feeding window that allows you to consume more calories earlier in the day when the sun is high, early in your circadian rhythm, as far as when the sun is up, and then allows you to consume little or no calories when you're supposed to be resting, when the moon is up. So that is uh, really the main mechanism that regulates all of the positive outcomes that come along with fasting, uh, aside from maybe just overall caloric restriction, which of course reduces uh, adiposity and helps people with CBD and type 2 diabetes, uh, produces all kinds of good outcomes there. So uh, yeah, it really, there's nothing magical about your 18 hour window or your 12 hour window or whatever your intermittent fasting protocol is. Uh, so for example, if you are fasting, like you're skipping breakfast and lunch, and then you're eating 2,200 calories for dinner, you are not getting it. So uh, it's very likely that you're actually disrupting your circadian biology that way. Versus if you just don't eat and you sleep for eight hours, and maybe you have at least two hours between when you finished eating dinner and when you started that eight hours of sleep. So now you're at 10 hours and then you wake up and maybe you have another hour or two before you eat your next meal. So, oh, boom, there you go. You have a 12 hour fasting window. And all that did was allow you to rest appropriately with your circadian biology. And so that's what, that's the mechanism that produces all the positive outcomes. So I'll go into a few examples that this particular review pointed out from other studies of, that illustrate the importance of circadian biology. So um, yeah, basically you, you ain't supposed to eat at night. You're, you're just not supposed to eat at night. Um, it, there are all kinds of mechanisms physiologically by which that produces negative outcomes. And I'll go into some of them here. So the main one is that you have more of an insulin response when you eat a meal at night as opposed to during the day. So if you eat a meal that is the exact same composition as a meal that you ate during the day, if you eat that same exact meal at night, you will have a greater insulin response and you'll have disruption in rhythmicity with all sorts of, um, you know, that leads to all sorts of pathological conditions, including the progression of cancer. And so there's just all kinds of bad things that happen when you eat at night, guys. And so postprandial, which just means after the meal, glucose and insulin exposure was increased and also led to increased HbA1c and risk of type 2 diabetes over time when you consume the exact same meal at night as opposed to during the day. So not to make it overly complicated, but basically your blood sugar and your insulin exposure is higher if you eat the exact same meal at night as you did during the day. 
So what does that do? Well, it's yes, the, a higher, the, the higher glucose and the higher insulin exposure is going to lead to some negative outcomes if done chronically, but it's also just that it messes up your sleep. So that is the main mechanism by which eating at night hurts your health. So you don't even have to not eat at night. You just have to not sleep at night to become pre-diabetic. It really does not take long. So short-term intervention studies designed to perturb circadian rhythms in humans have negative metabolic consequences, and it literally takes like three days. So if you take someone who's on a 24-hour circadian rhythm, which is what all uh, biological organisms are on some sort of 24 hour circadian rhythm, whether they're, they're nocturnal or awake during the day, they're on a 24 hour circadian rhythm and that's dictated by the earth's axis. So if you take that 24 hour cycle and you turn it into a 28 hour cycle or a 20 hour cycle that causes insulin resistance after only three cycles. So this particular study took people, they took humans and they said, okay, we're going to keep you, we're going to take your 24 hour cycle and we're going to turn it into a 28 hour cycle. So by the third day, you're 12 hours off of your, your biological endogenous circadian rhythm. And those individuals had negative metabolic consequences, including insulin resistance after only three days of that, three cycles of that, three 28-hour days. So the 24-hour cycle is essential. It's essential. And so what fasting does is as long as you are not eating at night when you're not supposed to eat, you're supposed to sleep, is it's keeping your circadian biology optimized. And that is the mechanism by which fasting helps people. So instead of thinking that it's about all sorts of like other mechanisms, whether it's like things I've heard, cell health, or um, uh, there's one that, uh, fasting advocates like to use all the time. Oh my gosh, I'm blanking on the name of it. It's when your cells basically unhelpful cells die off. It'll come back to me, but you, you guys, if you're listening, you, you may know, um, autophagy. Thank you. Autophagy. So, oh, it's, it's autophagy. And if you just don't need, it's like, well, listen, I guarantee you that disrupted circadian biology has been linked to, uh, carcinogenic effects in shift workers. So if you took people, I don't care how long you fast, you could fast, you could fast 48 hours and then you take that same individual and you have them eat for eight hours during when the moon is up and you're still going to have very negative metabolic consequences to that because they're not sleeping when they're supposed to. So, and by, you know, you know what I mean by supposed to, uh, by supposed to, I mean, what's optimal for your biology. And so, yeah, it's, it doesn't have to do with how long you fast or it, it's more about when you eat and when you don't eat. So the, the mechanisms that are often put forward by fasting advocates, whether it's autophagy or cell health, which I don't even know what that means, but it, you just see through that because it's, it's more, it's so much more so about circadian biology than it is about anything else. So even if you take the fasting protocol away, so even if you like, don't even pay attention to feeding at all, if you just disrupt someone's circadian rhythm, they experience tons of negative physiological consequences, like 
across every system. So it is super important to maintain a regular circadian rhythm. And that is the story of fasting is not that you are not eating and there's something magical that happens when you don't eat. It's that the, the, the good outcomes that come from these studies, which a lot of them are done in mice, by the way, but some of them are done in humans and they're like six weeks long. So take that with a grain of salt. But all the positive outcomes when almost all, I will say the vast majority of the positive outcomes that come from research studies that are looking into the effects of intermittent fasting are resulting from inducing improved rhythm in circadian biology, period. And they, they have very little to do with, in my opinion, autophagy or cell health or other things that you will hear advocated for by fasting advocates. Okay. The only other one that I will say that does come up uh, is energy restriction, caloric restriction, but that's often controlled for inside of these studies from what I can tell. So if you control for that, then it's 100% circadian biology. <laughs> and people will also say things like gut health and what's the other one that they say? So they say gut health and uh, lifestyle behaviors. Oh my gosh. Wow. So uh, the gut health one is, uh, this is where, you know, you insert all sorts of names of different gut bacteria and use words like microbiome and everyone's like super impressed. And it's regulated by circadian biology anyway. So it's like lower order than circadian biology, period. So, and then the lifestyle behaviors are what I've been saying this whole time is just like, you just got to sleep when the moon is up and not eat. If you eat when the moon is up, then you're not sleeping. <laughs> so... It's like just as much of a function of you not sleeping, even more so than it is the fact that you are like not eating for a specified amount of time. Like the the cause and effect is relationship is like you eat when the moon is so like moon comes up, and ideally you'd be sleeping. But if you're eating, then you're not therefore not sleeping when the moon is up. Circadian biology gets disrupted, and you get fat. So that is uh that that is the the cause and effect chain there so um like if you are a nocturnal shift worker and you are like oh i'm going to do intermittent fasting like this is going to help me so much and you're like you're like <laughs> not eating when the sun is up but you're eating during your shift all the time when the when the moon is up then you're going to experience more disruption than if you <laughs> eight when the sun is up. And of course there's individual differences and that's a complicated example because when you're a shift worker, you have disrupted circadian biology anyway. So you have a lot of factors that aren't being controlled for, but guys, the point of this podcast is that do not be fooled by people who are advocating for extreme behaviors or popular fad type behaviors that get all of this steam behind them because there were some research studies done on a lot of them done on mice. Like I said, um, or on humans where you produce, they produce positive outcomes by time restricting their feeding because the mechanism there is just circadian biology. And if you're curious about this particular 2017 review, um, which I thought summarized the, the mechanisms really well, then let me know and I can send you the link, but uh, all right guys, 
So that's fasting. Just sleep when the moon is up and you don't have to worry about fasting.